Yo, yo, this is Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. By the way, hello, beautiful human. Hi. Is it on now? Yeah. Oh, okay, so we're, we're on? Okay. We got Dan here, and we welcome back Noah Sark. Hey. Hi. Love you guys. But we are talking about in-ears, which you see a lot of artists wear them. They're the things that go in your ears, and it gives you your own mix of everything. Yes. And you were saying you like crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, because, how do you balance that? Because I have, like, a bad habit in taking mine out. So, like, you don't really want to do that, and my band and my, like, MD will like yell at me. So like Nolan, you know Nolan. Yes. He'll yell at me. So like because if you take it out, I don't know, it just f***s with everything. So like I don't know. So I want to like not feed my bad habit in taking my one in ear out. I get it. So then they'll like mix everything in. Cause like why I'm taking it out is because I want to hear what's going on out there. You know. <laughs> which so. is which is crazy because it's kind of mass hysteria, but. You feel like it's important for you to have like your you, because some people want to be totally isolated, right? From yeah. the crowd and what's going on, and they just want to be able to hear their mix and everything. I don't know. Is, I don't know what other. I feel like maybe I because I feel weird if I'm like, let me hear you scream, and then you can't hear them scream. <laughs> then you're like, scream louder! <laughs> they're like screaming, and like they're like, how much you want me to fucking scream? So you know. Do, do you have confidence in your vocals, like in a sense that they kind of come effortlessly? To you? Well, yeah, because, like, I think my vocals, not to get deep, are, like, what I'm most confident in about myself as, like, a person, if that makes sense. Why? Is that because it's what you've been doing for the longest? No, it's just because, like, that's what comes so naturally to me. Like, that was something that, like, I didn't, like, it was, like, a passion of mine before it was work, ever, you know? Like, so, like, I didn't ever, like, sing for my like for like a gain of something you know what i mean like when i was singing in the cars like a child like that was so fun for me like i didn't think about it like it came so like fun for me you didn't need to try it wasn't no i didn't have to try until i wanted to try what's been the hardest part about making music or not hardest part but like what part of making music have you had to learn Mm, i think like i've learned everything like i actually didn't know whenever i went into music like i didn't know how any of it worked at all but i think like i've learned that every time you think that like for me because i'm still like finding out who i am and everything like you think you know who you are and you're like on the track of who you are and then like life gives you a little spin and you don't really know who you are and you're like still figuring it out so i think that like I've learned the lesson of, like, every time, like, I, like, think something's permanent with my music or, like, everything's changing. Like, so I'm learning all the time. I'm, like, learning every day, kind of. Do you do you mean that, like, in a sense of, like, sound that you're going for? Because Make Me Cry, Stay Together, that's earlier stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you feel in that moment, like, those two records kind of set a sound for you or something that you should continue on? yeah. I think Make Me Cry was a sound that I wanted to continue with. And I think that there were just, you know, some things with me being a new artist and a big label behind me and wanting to get me going and wanting to get me started in the pop world and everything that kind of got complicated. And it set me down a path that like I felt like I wasn't actually being who I was 
where when I put out Make Me Cry, it was very authentic to me. Yeah. The the music, the, the the production with Labyrinth, everything, because, like, I was such a big fan of Labyrinth. And, like, that was, like, a real session to me. But, I mean, the music following Make Me Cry was very, like, again, was very important to me. Um, Live or Die was important to me. The Good Cry EP, there were some songs on there that were extremely important to me. But at the same time, I was also being pushed to put out other music that wasn't very authentic towards me. And that's whenever I got very depressed. I went on tour and I couldn't like sing an album that I wasn't completely passionate about. And so when I got home, like I just took my time off. I've been out probably like 10, 11 months, almost a year. And I even got uh like surgery tonsil surgery and like all of this stuff that was just giving me issues with my music and I was like I'm not gonna put any music out until everything's right until my music's right my throat's right my mind is right my anxiety my depression is taken care of to like I feel like I'm stable enough with everything like I can't put music out because it's all connected it's all connected are you writing music during this time or no I couldn't write I needed to, like, this time was, like, I was very, like, locked in my room. Like, I don't want to talk to, like, very depressed. So, like, I felt like I had no control over my life whatsoever. And this was right after the Good Cry Tour? This was before, during, after. Got it. Yeah. So, what needs to happen in your life that makes you ready to write music again? Um, I mean, I think the lack of control that I felt like made me feel like whenever I was writing like I wasn't good enough because I felt like nobody wanted to hear what I actually had to say with my music that I was writing um but also confidence I can't go into a session without my confidence like if I don't if I don't believe in what I'm writing then I'm just second guessing everything and so I think whenever I have my anxiety and my depression like and it's really really acting up I lose all my confidence and like I can't like look in a mirror I can't listen to my voice I can't hear my writing abilities like everything just kind of goes out the window what do you so how do you come out of that or is it just time like I I, want to understand like in that moment because obviously feeling that anxiety is something a lot of people feel Mm -hmm. is that emotion kind of kept within and then put into records because a song like lonely mm-hmm. in my opinion yeah. is the strongest record you've ever put out thank in, you into the world but also by far like the most personal and mm-hmm. raw mm-hmm. and i do like i hear parts of what i hear on lonely in this conversation that we're having right now yeah yeah lonely hurts a lot um that one is like one where i'm like when I listen to it, it like actually makes me visualize times in my life of like just where like I remember I was actually in um, a therapist's office and we were talking and we were talking about my depression and everything. And he like looked up from his pen and paper and he, he said, no, like it sounds like you're lonely. And like I wasn't even crying <laughs> until he said that and like i was like yeah like that's exactly what it is like i'm fucking sad as fuck. i feel alone that's like whenever he said it out loud and like 
I don't know when I heard him say like it sounds like you're like lonely sorry my phone is ringing um like that is what like really like hurt me the most was somebody else saying it out loud I don't know but I've what's causing the loneliness because by the looks of you know social media which isn't always the truth you're always with your friends it seems like you see your family often Mm -hmm. so what was causing the loneliness I mean I had just gotten out of something very public um a very public relationship that didn't end very nice and like didn't end like how I would have wanted any relationship to end um and I felt like kind of the world was against me on that and I felt like I felt like music was against me like my biggest passion and what I love the most I felt like was kind of turning me away which is a feeling that I know my dad was familiar with with his music and I know he was he knows that feeling very well and he helped me through that a lot um and I think also my family travels a lot and so like I see them but I don't see them enough I went through a lot with my grandma was getting sick a lot too and I was just really worried about her um my dad travels a lot and which was awesome his song took off with Nas (laughs) we were talking about but like he was just gone all the time and when I was on tour, I didn't get to see my family. Um, I was on tour with, you know, my friend, which is great. And you're right. Like, I do have great friends that I do go to. And, like, but sometimes, like, it's beyond that. Like, beyond going to your friends. Or, like, sometimes, like, I even feel like it's my fault because I don't go to them. Because I would rather just not talk. And, like, sometimes I'm almost too tired to talk about it. Like, I just don't even want to talk about it anymore because it, it feels so, like, exhausting to keep talking about the subjects that's it. making me feel pain. And then I'm just, like, so tired after feeling all that pain that I just don't even want to speak about it. And then it it almost becomes like a cycle, right? Mm-hmm. Zach Show. Hey, beautiful human, real quick, I just want to shout out New Chapter. I am so grateful to them. They're helping make this interview possible. New Chapter is a vitamin supplement brand that supports every chapter in your wellness journey. You ready? New Chapter's natural products are formulated to work with your body, and they're made from the finest non-GMO and organic ingredients. They're easy to digest and grounded in proven science. This is not like bull squash. Discover wellness your way and build your custom regimen with supplements that actually work. New beginnings really are possible. And it can start with something as simple as New Chapter's incredible line of products. Find New Chapter at the Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, or at your local health food store or online. Like on like a part of trusted retailers though, like not not random places. Go to newchapter.com. You can go there for more information, or you can buy it at like Vitacost. Vitacost Online, New Chapter Vitamins at the Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, and your local health food store. Try it out. It could be for you. Zach Sancho. After you have this conversation with your therapist and they bring up lonely, is it in that moment that you realize that this needs to become a record? Like, where are you? Where, like, what part in your life and throughout this journey or this micro journey, a part of something larger, are you at when you realize that this needs to become a record? Um, that's that wasn't on purpose. No, uh, that just like came by itself. I didn't like put the two and two together. Like I didn't write that like lonely like off the doctor's thing. But that was something that like stuck out to me a lot. But like lonely is 
I don't know. I didn't think like immediately like, oh, I need to write a song about this. That just kind of happened because Rolo, who I wrote the song with, he really relates to that. Um, and he and I just have a lot of things in common that we felt uncomfortable about with ourselves and things that felt like it was keeping us from the world. Like I sometimes feel like I can't even like go to a friend's birthday party because all my things are keeping me from the world like sometimes I'm it's my fault that like I can't go out but not my fault like you can't blame it on like what you have like what your anxiety is yeah. if I have social anxiety I have social anxiety that's it you know that's it I it's not my fault at all but like I understand whenever like I see my friends out and I get sad like I do say to myself like if you were there, you would not be having fun. That's it. So, like, yeah, because you get FOMO for a second. But then I realized, like, my biggest fear. I totally understand. My that. biggest fear is to throw up, right? <laughs> right? Like, my biggest fear. And, of course, so when I get anxiety, my anxiety goes, boop, time to make you feel like you're going to throw up. Like, haha, let me just, like, play around with her for a little while. And then you're miserable in front of your friends. Miserable. So I'm like, one, I don't want to be miserable. Two, I really don't want to throw up. So I'm just going to like stay back. And then ultimately you're being a better friend for everybody else because like, I don't know. like. But they understand. I, I have good friends in that sense. Like my friends are always like, you're never going to ruin a time. Like if you need to go home, we're going to take you home. See, like I feel like my friends would be like, like I keep myself out of those situations because I know that like I emit this almost like grumpiness. You I'm know? grumpy. Yeah. My mom calls me grumpy sometimes. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm like, grumpy. A like, little. So-so. I emit this like, like, ugh, you know, stay away from me type energy. And then I'm like, Don't like, like to be around. I, I'm sure I do that in some like team meetings, you know. <laughs> but like, how do you know then, I don't want to say like, how, how does like your, your gut know who you could feel comfortable around or is it a day-to-day thing? You just don't know. Honestly, it changes because like, no, like when I'm with my friends that like I live with, like I live with my best friend, Lucas, and like when I'm with him, like he knows when I'm having a panic attack. It's like really sweet. Actually, he says I like do this dance that like is really weird. I guess it's like me trying to act like I feel all right or something. But but you're covering it up with a jig. But I'm like, I don't know. I'll like snap. And like he says I bite my lip. It's like a like a weird thing. But when he's there, I still get panic attacks. So it's not like it's not like if like one of my friends are there that like I feel very comfortable with. If we're out in like a public setting, like I won't have a panic attack. But I'm sure that's different for other people. So like Tana Mojo. I knew you were gonna bring up my girlfriend. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is she your girlfriend? No, but I wish. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> Should we call her? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt she'll answer. She wakes up at like 6 p.m. That You know, I keep hearing that about her. Yeah, right? It's been a- she is not an early riser. Well, wh- one of the lyrics that stuck, uh, stuck out for me in Lonely, oh, you're called. <laughs> she better answer. She won't. Oh, my God, it says connecting! Uh-huh. Dana! Uh, oh, she has terrible service. I'm, she says you look pretty. I'm at, I'm at Zach saying. Say hi. No way when she does that thing and you do it after. Oh my god, that's iconic. That's so iconic. Hi. Hi. I miss you. Miss you. you. 
Thank you. You look pretty. Love you. Tell Zach that I worship from the ground he walked. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. I love you. Love you. Call me when you get home. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Dana. She's so, best. Wait, what the f*** is this? What do you mean? This what? Is, like, is this a friendship? Is yeah. This a, is this, um, is, are we deeper than a friendship? No. So you, But you want it to be. It could be. You've... I feel like I'm answering like Poppy right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. It could be. <laughs> Very. What held you back from getting to know yourself or understand yourself? Well, I think that there was an entire world that was able to view me at such a young age telling me what I was not and what I was and telling me who. Yeah. So I didn't know how to like grow up. Like every time I thought that I had something about my body that I liked, there was a whole world out there to comment on it and make me ashamed of it. Not just my body, my feet, any feature or anything about my self literally anything but yeah but also growing up with social media i think it's really hard to like grow up confident about yourself and then on top of like all this fake that we show on social media there's like a kid being like just ripped apart in comments and i think i think like some people would disagree on what i think ripped apart is but like i think if you're a young kid you and you're reading comments that are calling you names and talking about your body features and your face and telling you what you are not and what you're not gonna be that's all you start to believe 100 percent, 100 you you can't evolve as you, you essentially evolved as a human while everybody was kind of telling you their own opinions mm-hmm. and a, a lot of people deal with that mm-hmm. each and every day mm-hmm. w- w- Social media in your life a blessing or a curse? Oh, I mean, it's a curse for sure. Like, I envy my parents and, like, how they grew up. Because they didn't have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, I feel like you grow up, like, the way they grew up, they grew up with better relationships, better friendships. Like, my mom has the same friends that she's had since high school. Like, not, like, I don't even know, like, where my friends from school are. Like, after I went home school, nobody, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, friends are always moving now and, like, changing, and you don't know who your f-ing friends are anymore. Yeah, because like, there's a thousand <laughs> things to distract you. You can have mm-hmm. as many friends as you think you you want, right? Because yeah. your phone is yeah. access to everything. Yeah, and I think also, like, their relationship. I, I don't know. I just see, like, people. I feel like. I don't know. Relationships are last like they lasted way longer without social media. If you could go back in time, would you have removed social media from your life? Or do you feel like you could have never grown up with blinders on? If I could have grown up without a computer or a phone or internet, that would have been great. Like I would have been fine with it. You also would have been Amish. <laughs> Yeah. But that's cool, too. Yeah, that's cool, too. <laughs> well, because then you wouldn't know. Because I, I understand that. Like, you're a sponge, right? And you're just soaking in all this yeah. that people are spewing. Yeah. Whether it be true or not, it doesn't matter. I know. Do you and it's re- really hard to stop believing it. it. Do you still read comments? Mm-mm. No. No, I don't. I haven't read comments in a few years. But it's like what younger me read about myself has totally f***ed up my view of myself for, like, right now. So, like, that's something that, like, I'm trying to get through with therapy. And, like, like I definitely have really hard time looking in the mirror and, like, seeing something beautiful back. And I think a lot of people have that 
insecurity. Um, and that's probably the worst feeling in the entire world. So I don't wish that on like my worst enemy ever. Like the feeling of like insecurity when you look at a mirror and you're like unhappy with the reflection. That's like a feeling that you don't want anyone to feel. You took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. Truth. Like even the person I hate the the most in the mm-hmm. world, I wouldn't wish that upon them. Yeah. It's like awful. Because you just like you feel like you like can't get out of like your skin. Like you're like you just feel like trapped for a second. And that's when I start getting anxiety because it's like, oh, my God, I have this body, this mind, this everything that I'm feeling for the rest of my life. And like, that's it. And like, you have to be okay with that. Have you learned how to deal with it over the years or no? I'm learning. All of this happened in when, when this all really stuck out to me was probably September last year whenever all of this really started coming into play. November, September, November. What's, I mean, this could be too much, but what sparked it? What kind of, what was the straw that broke the camel's back? I have no idea. It was just gradually coming over time. I think I had a lot of trust in things and people that was broken. I think I definitely, like, like, was just so sad for so many reasons on top of everything. But I don't think there has to be a specific reason for why you're feeling something. I think anything from your past can come up yeah. and start poking at you at any time. What role does music play in your healing process? A huge role. I think whenever I'm feeling if I hear a song about it, I'll sing it into my notes or I'll type it down. But, like, I don't really, like, use situations as, like, oh, this is a good song. Like, I've, I've, like, made jokes about it, but, like, I don't like when people are like, oh, at least you'll get a good song out of this. Because I'm like, no, like, I'm hurting. Yeah, it hurts. I'd rather just write a good song, like, without hurting. Like, I'm hurting. But isn't that, like, <laughs> doesn't that suck, though? Great records do come out of yeah, they do. some of the darkest, most hurtful moments. But they also come out of, like, really amazing, sweet moments. So Two sides. There's two sides, you know? You rather have the amazing, sweet moments? No, I don't mind. Like, it's it's all because of the music. You know what I mean? Like, whatever, it's music. That's why, yeah. July is a pretty detailed record. Mm-hmm. Clearly speaking to somebody. Mm-hmm. That person sent you a disgusting text message. Yeah. Um, but th- it really, a beautiful record. Thank but, you. but also so f***ing honest. Mm-hmm. You remind me every day, I'm not enough, but I still stay. Mm-hmm. Who are you singing to? Uh-huh. Uh, let's say no names, but I will say that I was in a relationship for a very long time, um, a couple years, and I was living with somebody, and I felt as if whenever I was, I feel like I'm on Jerry Springer. <laughs> like, I'm like, is he about to come out? Like, <laughs> and there's Diego. No, it's not about Diego. Um, Thank God, he doesn't deserve a song. Sorry, it's totally about him. (laughs) I can't laugh. Um, Okay. Um, But I will say that, like, like, regardless of what happened with Diego and I, which I, whatever, but (laughs) that's, like, a good example of, like, a really good moment of music. I love Live or Die. So Ah. that's a very good moment in music. And I would, like, not take that song back at all because that song's incredible. And that song will be incredible next year and, like, yeah. And beyond. Yeah, I love that song. So, but anyways, back to uh, July. Back to July. Um, 
July is I just I was in a relationship for a really long time and I felt like in that relationship that there was always something wrong with me. Anytime a problem came up, even if I was the one bringing it up, somehow the problem would be shifted back to how it was me and how it was all me and like how I was doing everything. And it would be impossible. Some of these situations, like I would be sitting there like, how am, do you like how I'm holding this guy? How am I, how am I, this is how you know I'm starting to like panic a little. I'm like holding the cat. How, how am I like my whole attitude would shift. Like, if he was unhappy, I was unhappy, you know? So it was like everything I had depended on him. Unhealthy. Unhealthy. Cut out. Unhealthy. Uh, not good. Anybody who shifts blame to you in any situation, no matter that situation, is somebody who's not cut out to be in an actual relationship. Because, like, if you're going to go through life and try to overcome obstacles and then try to shift blame for these obstacles on your partner instead of like, I don't know, sharing responsibility and working through him through it as a team. Preach. It's, it's not somebody who's worth your time. Preach. I mean, that's gross. But if somebody is reminding you every day that you're not good enough, why are yeah. you even staying? Because that, you get comfortable. Yeah. Deep that's question. why I say I'm afraid of change. I'm very afraid of change. I'm afraid of everything changing because I'm so comfortable and set in my ways. I eat at the same eh, three, maybe if we're stretching restaurants, like in. (laughs) So I don't like change. I'm very set, and I get the same thing every time I go. So like, imagine living with somebody and like being so comfortable, like right, like I didn't like. Okay, so I went from living with somebody to living alone, right? Like. That was scary. Like, I hated sleeping by myself in the house. Like, it was so quiet, right? But, like, um, I think that change was scary. Like, the idea of coming home to, like, your best friend is awesome, right? And that's what you're supposed to be. Like, for me, like, a boyfriend or, like, a girlfriend, like, is supposed to be, like, your homie. You know what I mean? Like, before Mm -hmm. anything else. So, like, if you can't be homies, like, what are you? Can I bring something up? It's so weird because we, Miley sat here like a year and a half, two years ago now, and we were talking about change and she was saying how your dad hates change yeah, and refuses I, change. I get a lot of my dad's traits. To- that, totally. I'm like, my, yeah, I'm very much like my father. But Miley f- to change. Yeah, I guess. So, but. You have to ask Miley, but I course. guess. I'm just trying to like, obviously you are. I, but no, no, no. I just. father's daughter. She's, yeah, I very much. Yeah. Like I act a lot like my dad mm-hmm. because like he still takes flip phone photos or something. She was saying BlackBerry. Yeah, that's- <laughs> yeah. yeah, BlackBerry. I mean, those have been gone for years now. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Honestly, he inspires me. Like I want a BlackBerry, like I do. And my dad and I would just BBM each other, and it'd be awesome. Like I don't really need. Why do I need Instagram? You hey. I actually support this. Should we delete it right now? I think so. Let's delete it. Oh, my God. Do you want to see who can keep it off longer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Done. Oh, yeah. I feel like you like Instagram, though. Oh, my phone's You dead. know what I really enjoy? I really enjoy being able to, like, share my happy moments. So let me explain happy moments. Okay. Happy moments are um, my best friend, Alexa, and I. You'll like this, actually, I think. And anybody listening, like, do this. I swear to you, it helps. If you, which a lot of my friends go through what I go through, and I think that's why we, like, love you, like, why we get each other so much, you know? 
Um, and I've been friends with Alexa since I was 10. But she lives in New York and I live here and I've been going back and forth to New York just to stay with her just because, like, I need my friend time, right? Yeah, and she knows you probably better than anyone. Yeah, better than anyone. So whether we just sit up in her apartment or, like, whatever, like, we obviously Snapchat and Instagram happy moments, but we'll say out loud, like, we'll try to catch when we're, like, actually really happy and in the moment and we'll try to go happy moment to, like, bookmark so then later in life or like later that night when you're in bed and you're crying and you feel like nothing in your life goes your way, you can think back to the times that you said happy moment and like then you'll be like, okay, at least whenever I feel like, because sometimes I feel like in my life, I'm never happy. Like there's just never a moment of happiness. So whenever I'm feeling that way, I'm like, when was the last time I said happy moment? And then I like remind myself that I actually have been happy like recently. Recently. And by calling it out and bookmarking it, you acknowledge you're the happy acknowledging moment. it, and then you can keep moving on yes. and go. And then once you feel like you're all alone and you're sad, you can be like, "Oh my god, I remember whenever Alexa and I had a happy moment in Chinatown, and we were sitting on top of an air conditioner outside of somebody's apartment, smoking a blunt on the street <laughs> at three a.m." And then you can go back into your little mental database. Yeah. Whip out the happy moment mm-hmm. and relive it. But that's why I like Instagram stories. But I don't actually like Instagram. No, it's not like go after Instagram snack. I don't like social <laughs> media because like of like the posting and the like ratios and who's better than who. But I do enjoy posting on my story like here's me at my realest moment because like of course I'm sitting here and I'm being real with you, but like I'm sitting with my legs crossed and like, I don't know, like I'm very like put together when I'm on my Instagram story. I'm like at home and I'm in my environment and like I'm me and that's the only time that like I can actually be me. So if I like post a few Instagram stories, I really do love Instagram stories, but like. Like licking butter knives at Tana. That's very much you. Did I lick a butter knife? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's very me. We were very. Like, that was our sleepover. We had, like, the best sleepover ever. By the way, I I didn't... uh, How was your interview? She's great. She's a hoot She blew me off that night. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I think she did nothing after us. She did absolutely nothing. No. Yeah. Well, by the way, my confusion before while bringing up Tana was more me wondering, is this, like, an official open relationship that you both are in? whatever Jake is talking about, ignore him. (laughs) I totally DM'd him, and I was like, what the f***? are you talking about bro like shut the up Um, so you wouldn't let jake join in on a threesome no i would not (laughs) i'd shut that down (laughs) that's not happening and i'm laughing because like it's so like not happening like just don't even think of it like that's just not happening so like in your dreams What is it about, like, are you not somebody who shares, or is it just Jake? What? No, Jake's great. What's wrong with Jake? I don't know. I, mean, <laughs> I love you, Jake. I mean, um, no, it's just, I just don't, I'm not, I'm not down. Got it. <laughs> That's okay. I'm trying to understand. That's under- totally okay. I'm trying to understand open relationships and closed relationships. I'm trying to understand any and all relationships. I'm very naive and inexperienced. I'm extremely uncomfortable. I'm like, what is happening? I'm just kidding. No, uh, I, I don't <laughs> I don't really know about their relationship. I haven't asked. Um, but apparently it's open according to that ET interview with Jake. Yeah, and, and they're not really married, so. What? They're not actually married. They just had a ceremony. I didn't know that. 
How do you not ask her that when you're hanging out? Well, I just assume. Oh. She, they said she was married. I mean, what do you mean? I didn't, like, ask to see papers or anything, you know? Like, that'd be kind of f***ed up. You just got married? Let me see. You're lying. You know? Bring out the license. Let me see the license. Who who did it? Let me see their license. Like, was it all real? No. None of I watched the video. <laughs> Yeah. I'm so sorry. And I watched the video uh, on, and I like remember watching it. It was before like Tana and I even like hung out. And I was like, why have I been watching this for an hour? Like it was still entertaining. You know? How'd you meet her? How'd I meet Tana? Yeah. Oh, through. Tana, no. Tana posted a video about me, right? And I called my aunt manager all mad, like, what is this video? <laughs> and then I, I texted one of my friends like what it, like give like what's her number like let me call her you know what I mean like because I didn't like know what was going on I You're didn't that even watch person you'll talk to somebody directly I need to talk to you directly you handle things like an adult mm-hmm. bravo mm-hmm. so I called her and I was just like why do you think I hate you what's the what's the deal like, she told me why she thinks I hate her. I told her why I don't hate her. And then we were like, okay. I was like, I'll be back in LA in a week or whatever. Let's kick it. And then we were like, okay. And we didn't let up a situation. F*** up our friendship. Wow. And now look We actually you. let it create a friendship. Yeah, this crappy seed blossomed into quite a beautiful tree. We're such good people. <laughs> we really are. The best thing that's come out of that relationship with uh, Mr. Zan... Might be this friendship, yeah? <laughs> I don't know. What's the best thing that's come out of it? I told you, live or die. That's right. So Music. That, that's the record. That's Music. why we do this. What are you thinking? Uh, the first line of Lonely, you say, I'm slowly killing myself. Mm-hmm. Can you explain that line? I think, like, I literally slowly beat myself down mentally with my words. And I literally just go after myself all day, like to the point where I told you it makes me like exhausted. Like I feel like I can't even like get up and like live every day. Like there's times like where like when I had felt so low that like getting out of my bed felt like a stretch. Like it it felt really hard for me. Like I felt like talking to somebody like felt like so much energy so to me it's like a lack of energy like a lack of being able to like live every day was it hard to play that record for anybody Mm, my mom and my dad I think because I think it makes them sad to like they see me go through this but like just like knowing like how much it actually like affects me like really makes them upset and that hurts you? Yeah. It makes me, like, sad, you know? Yeah, I, totally... <laughs> I smile when I'm sad. And It's a defense thing. I totally... I mean, I, it's, I like, it's like an awkward thing. <laughs> I, I get it. I. How do you have that conversation with your parents or do you just let the music speak for you? Well, I'd, like, talk to them about it before, you know, because I needed their help before, you know? So, like, I would need... I needed to go to see, like, a doctor so you, you went to them. Mm-hmm. That takes strength, too, because a lot of people don't do that. Yeah, I was, like, afraid of getting worse. 
So, like, I wanted to catch it before it got worse. Which I think is something very important for everybody listening to understand, too. It's like, you can go for help and seek help, and you shouldn't feel ashamed ever. Yeah, and if you feel like, you know, I didn't go to a school, but if you're somebody who's not close with your family or you feel like you don't have friends and I'm sure there's many around you that love you and you just feel like, you know, like a lot of people around you aren't there for you. If you go to school or anything like that, just any adult that you can bring to, like if you can bring it to their attention, like it helps so much. I know it seems like stupid because everybody says that and everybody says you have to do that, but it actually does help so much because like I was struggling, you know? Totally. Are we building an album here with these two records, July and Lonely? Mm-mm. No? I mean, I'm going to put out an album, like, next year, yeah. You know, I've been saying this since <laughs> I was literally 16. <laughs> but but we've only gotten EPs. Mm-hmm. Because an album? Yeah, I have. So, I'm Lonely, I'm so happy that this song's up, like, just out and, like, I can finally talk about it. Um but Halloween, I have a big drop coming, Whoa. so I'm excited for Halloween. I'm really excited. Is it Yay. a collaboration, or is it a... What? It is. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. With who? I can't say it. What? what? I've wa- teased it, actually. Dan? No. I rely on you to know. Do you guys want to guess? Yeah. You have three guesses each, and I'm not going to tell you at the end of your guesses. Give- if you If you get it right, I'll tell you. Can you give us a little hint? Uh, I have two in my head. Okay. Okay. I'm waiting for the hint. <laughs> producer. Oh, is it Labyrinth? Oh. oh so produ- that's one. <laughs> oh, producer. Uh huh. All right. Well, my two guesses are done. Diplo. No. So you have two wrong. Mm. Or I won't. You didn't say them out loud. So you each have one. <laughs> You've been hanging out with Diablo a lot. Is it's not Diablo, but love Diablo. Do you know Diablo? I don't know him personally. I just saw that you were hanging out with him a bunch. He's awesome. We have music together. It's really good. But no, it's not Diablo. It's a feature. What producer, like, does features? Oh, my. I mean, they all do. Hey, but I'm thinking about the label, too. It's not. Is he on my label? No. He's not on my label. Oh, gosh. So it's not Diplo. That was a good guess. Well, yeah. My he, manager's quaking. Because Diplo has a, a country album coming. Could it be, like, Zed? Mm-mm. He's too basic. Too basic. Oh. No offense to him. Love Zed. Yeah, he's great. Anton, you're amazing. Okay, so it's not somebody like that. <laughs> oh, gosh. I have one guess left. I don't want to ruin it. Gosh, oh, just guess it. Go for it. Oh, dude, I think I'm going to... I don't know it. You have two guesses. Ha- each. Kygo? No. Dan? I'm doing some Googling. Okay. This is so exciting to me because I think Lonely is a big single. But if you're telling me that on Halloween we're dropping another big one. And then after that and then some. <laughs> like we just have songs for days, bro. That's wild. Mm-hmm. I was going to guess Lil Nas X, but that doesn't make sense. Mm-mm. But I, th- we'll do that. I hope so. We will. I, I love the two of you together. We're. Well, you're a good duo. I love him. I love him so much. He's a special person. He's so awesome. I. You are you your friends because I I saw you the last time at one of his parties, but like you you and your family kind of let him into your family a little bit because that kid was hit with a lot of life really quickly. No, I think the day that we first like really hung out was at Stagecoach, and we just had such a fun time, and like he's 
close to my age. I think, what are we, a year apart? Yeah. So, like, we just relate on so many levels. And, like, he goes through what I go through every day. He struggles with anxiety. He struggles with everything. You know? So, it's just, like, we relate a lot. It's hard to be really young and, like, really public with your life. Oh, my God. And really, no, like, within a day. Like, he Mm -hmm. went from, like, just kind of being himself to being insanely famous mm-hmm. he's the, really the only person ever to show up here like it was just him and a, a, a record rep by himself and he's like he was 19 at the time or 20 like he's a fetus it was wild mm-hmm. it's a lot of a life. fetus yeah <laughs> well, yeah what do you have a guess oh we're still guessing no i went through your page and the only people on there are like machine gun kelly but he's not a producer there's there's one with machine gun kelly but not not soon but you're getting closer. Whoa. It's in that world, kind of. Oh, I want to get it. <laughs> Do you have another guess? No, let me think. This is so fun. <laughs> I love it. Can you tell me about working with a choir? Because oh, I love a good choir. Lonely has it, my friend. Mm-hmm. It was everything. Mm-hmm. Did you actually get to hear them record or watch them do it? Yeah, I, I actually like have... The same three girls that come. They were on Mad at You. They were on Live or Die. They were... That's only three people? Yeah. And then that's me and Rolo as well. Whoa. So we all sang it as a choir. That's awesome. Yeah, except it's hard when you don't know technical, like, terms. So they're like, you're the this, and I'm that, and I'm going to sing this note, and you're going to sing that note. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. They were like, you're the top, and I'm the bottom. I'm like, huh? <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> so I was like, wait, I don't know how to do it this way. Let's just, like, figure it out, like, note-wise in the room. Like, I don't know, like, technical terms. But you harmonize beautifully. Thank you. It, Lonely is my favorite record you've ever put out. Thank you so much. I think it's mine as well. It's... Absolutely beautiful. July is out. Halloween, we have another collaboration coming. Okay, Chantal Jeffries. No. <laughs> the DJ? Well, she <laughs> she produces songs, and she's rumored to be dating Machine Gun Kelly, no, so that's the connection. No offense to her. I don't think she produces Jack. Sorry. I heard that she just hits buttons. Well, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm taking guesses here. I'm making connections. <laughs> don't, don't put this in my interview. No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want beef. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but that was insulting to guess that. What the fuck? I, I'm, I I'm making connections here. I'm trying to figure it out. Okay. Do you want me to see if it's on my Instagram? Make better connections. Yeah, yes. you gotta... You gotta be better than Chantel Jeffries. I thought it was a good guess. Uh, no. But I did have another question. How Tell cool me. was it when John Mayer posted about July? That was, like, by far, whenever I thought about this, when people ask me what's, like, the coolest thing to happen in your career... Like, I never know because I think that it's a kind of a silly question. But now, like, (laughs) I actually have an answer. That is the coolest thing to happen to me to date. I've been a fan of John Mayer since I was so young. And actually, whenever I met him for the first time, he said to me, I'm not going to act like I haven't seen you say nothing but nice things about me. Like, it's nice to meet you. So, like, I've just been such a fan of, like, his vocals, his writing abilities, his musical producing abilities everything that he does his harmonies like whenever he said that i looked at i was with diablo and i said you know what's so crazy is like this motherfucker probably inspired july you know what i mean like i was probably in the room being like this is such a john mayer vibe like that's the type of like when i like was listening to john mayer like that's who inspires that kind of 
Like, he was one of those artists that inspired that kind of So, like, that was so... Like, my manager called me and told me about it. And, like, I started crying. And it was just, like, kind of like a full circle moment for me. It's amazing to watch him support the next generation of musicians. Mm Because he really doesn't have to. He's amazing. I love him. He's so great. That must make you feel good, though, when you're feeling down or depressed or sad. You're like, John Mayer posted about me just because he wanted to. Happy Mm -hmm. moment? Happy moment. But you know what's really bad about my brain is, like, if I wanted to, not that I did, but if I wanted to, I could, like, talk myself out of thinking, like, it's because of something I did. Mm. Like, does that make sense? Like, that's my battle with myself. It's like I could accomplish so much, and at the end of the day, I'm still like, you didn't do that, even though I did. But, like, that's just how my brain works. But, like, yes, that was a huge accomplishment, and, like, that was... Something that, like, I'll never forget, ever. Can you talk to me about the whistles on July? Mm-hmm. How, like, that's, that, that's BJ. That's a human? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, he's got, if he's you got a good If you need somebody to whistle, call Diablo. He, he tried teaching me. I can't do it. I mean, that's some impressive whistling. Mm-hmm. He, he is really good. I thought he, it was, like, a man-made whistle that he was blowing into, but no. No, not. it's him, and he even harmonized it and everything, and we took it wow. out, but, like, yeah. Uh, Fourth of July... Will that ever be a holiday you can take part in again? I just had to think about for the. I was like, what? <laughs> huh? Yeah, I actually. Yeah, I love Fourth of July. That's my holiday. That and Halloween. Okay, so you're gonna. I'm fine. Whatever. You uh, know. Yeah. America. What are you gonna do? Nothing. Like I'm just gonna make my Jello shots that I don't <laughs> even drink and like <gasps> smoke my weed. Uh, sparklers and love sparklers. I can stare if at you them ever for have. Hours. Can we do a day when I'm here and my dad's sitting here? I swear it'll be the best day ever. Yes, please. Like, and we can talk about all fireworks, sparklers, everything. I love fireworks. I feel like, one, amazing. And two, fireworks are one of the great American joys that should never be taken away. My dad and I have a fireworks stand that, like, (laughs) is five minutes away from our house in Nashville. And we have this, like, big open hill. So we'll just literally buy a Disneyland fireworks show and like you'll see my dad like running up to a firework box swear to god one year one turned over and my dad's like running through the field like ah, trying to avoid the fireworks like it's just stupid like that that like happy moment like that's like the important you know and that's like whenever like I say I miss my family like that's what I see in my head like I don't see like the family that everybody else sees in my life like they see like what's not on instagram stories actually i probably would have put that on my instagram (laughs) stories but like like i just love my family so much that like it's so beyond what everybody else sees like when i when i see my family like i see like my individual relationship with everybody in it you know yeah because they're yours Mm -hmm. it's so much bigger and like i'm just sitting here thinking about my dad running away from a firework box (laughs) flying everywhere and it just makes me so happy have have you and your dad ever written songs together? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we wrote a song called With You. It's on my Instagram page. Um, yeah, that one's really special. It's like the first song he ever wrote. And then whenever he was really young. And he was playing it for me one night. And we just kind of started rewriting it. And like it was very special. And yeah, it was about his best friend that passed away. And... um his best friend committed suicide when he was 16. So whenever he started singing it to me, I don't know, it reminded me a lot of Jaw. 
And so I started like thinking about jaw and like just listen in the wind, know that I'm your friend and always with you, thinking of the time we shared, the good and all the bad we bared, and I miss you. Like that just was something that I wanted to finish off the song with because it reminded me of jaw because I always feel like I feel jaw's energy like outside, like in the wind and in the air. I mean, writing a record, rewriting a record like that with your dad, that means so much to your dad. And then to make, to create it so it means so much to you Mm -hmm. and you have that to share. That's something really powerful. Scary to share that even through Instagram. Yeah, because I knew there would be like people not into it. You know what I mean? And like that's something that's very important to you. So that can like hurt your feelings. But like. No, I, I just want to share those clips. I might have deleted it, actually. I think I put it up for, like, 24 hours. But um, that one's so important to me. That'll come out soon. What, what is that moment for you when you're writing with your dad? Is it a happy moment? Is it a sad moment? Is it a comedy? Happy moment. What is it? Because you, Because you guys have connected on something that's deeper yeah. and, at the same time, a passion you share? Yeah, no, it's a happy moment. I mean... We definitely, like, tear up a little bit, but anytime that, like, my dad and I are on a very, like, we're very connected. So, like, we, like, have the same energy. I don't know. It's a happy moment because we connect very well. You Blackberry ping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only I mean, you know people. if you call my dad, he won't hang up. <laughs> so he does? Like, you're on the phone. Give yourself an hour to call my dad. <laughs> and you'll be like, all right. I'll talk to you later. I love you. Oh, wait, wait, wait. And then he'll like bring something up. And then, oh, okay, really? All right. I love you, dad. I'll talk to you later. Hey, I got to remind you about something. Oh, my God. Then you keep talking. Okay, dad. Oh, did you tell mama to do this? And I'm like, what? Did you check the cat? I'm like, no, I didn't drive to your house and check your cat. Like, like did I didn't think about it when I woke up this morning. No, but I'll go check your cat. Yeah. So it like that. <laughs> Final thoughts, Daniel? Uh, speaking of your dad, how cool is it to see him go number Thriving? one? Yeah. With- Thriving. Yeah. That was the coolest ever. That like, that makes me so happy for my dad because I know how much he loves and appreciates music and also know how much he loves Nas. So like, also being seeing my dad getting recognized for like, all of this is so beautiful to watch and being able to watch like how they've created this like friendship like and seeing Nas grow as an artist but like I think you know seeing my dad's name up there every week on a billboard chart is like makes me very happy because I know my dad's brain and how he's felt about himself musically and what he's been through and I feel like even he felt not accepted by music and country music really when he was younger and he just wants Nas to feel as accepted as possible. It's really special. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And me. But, you know, <laughs> mostly Nas. <laughs> we don't have Only a da- Nas. We don't have a date for this album yet, but there will be one. Mm-hmm. No name. But we have a new record coming October 31st, mm-hmm. Halloween. Mm-hmm. Lone- My favorite holiday. Lonely is out now. Do you know what you're going to be for Halloween? I never know. It what? sucks. What are you going to be for Halloween? I have no clue. The only person here I think knows what they're going to be is Dan. Dan, what are you going to be? I can't tell you, but I know what I'm going to be. He's known for seven months. Yeah. I was listening to a song once, and I said, a music video, and I was like, there it is. That's me. What artist? 
Well, that would give it away because it's the lead singer of a band. You got to tell us. I can't do that. <laughs> That'll ruin the surprise. Wait, tell Noah. Don't tell me. Well, everyone else, there's going to be thousands of people wait, watching wait, wait, this. Wait, 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 wait. Let me guess. Okay, now you get three guesses. Okay. A band? It's a band. One Direction. No, the band's not together anymore. One Direction. No, no, no. No, <laughs> okay. but I do love One Direction. Me too. Uh, band's not together anymore. My Chemical Romance? Was it? Are you going to be Gerard Way? <laughs> oh my God, he shook. <laughs> He shook. You're going to be Gerard Way? <laughs> That's your Halloween costume? You don't know it's a music video, though. <laughs> oh, welcome to the Black Parade. Duh. Damn, you ruined all the fun. <laughs> For I mean, real? What other music video would you emulate? Yeah. I just got the chills. Not because of that. Like, I get the chills every once in a while. <laughs> it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with that, but I just got the chills. So, anyone watching that? I've been so cold. I'm I've been so, like, it's okay. I have a blanket. Oh, I've been like shaking this entire interview, like hugging this cat. People are gonna be like, "I'm so sorry." No, I was acting crazy on Zach Sang show. Um, I had one last question, but I forget what it is now. Oh, oh, yeah. Thank you. Um. Okay. I have. Are you okay with sharing Tana? We've talked about that. I'm not okay with that. Um, I asked. On my Shouldn't list, you be asking her man's this? No, he doesn't like me, Jake Paul. <laughs> he blocked me on Twitter. Um, I have. What is so sexy about licking knives? You lift a but- butter knife. It looks very dangerous. A I'd, butter knife? Yeah, I'd be afraid to cut my tongue. I don't know. Just <laughs> <laughs> check. I did. I checked. I'm okay. Because my nails are sharp. Uh, but lonely. Listen to this record. It is beautiful. It, it's seriously, it's an incredible song. Thank you. I love you. Noah Cyrus, Thank I love you. Thank you, guys. I love you. Thanks for the energy and for hanging out. Love you so much. We gave you a blanket. Yeah, Hold on, 30 I seconds. So cold. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was so cold and like shaking the whole time. I felt like crazy. Well, I would have given you that sooner. Geez. It's okay. I'm thriving. Noah Cyrus, everybody. Love you. <laughs> This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.